Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so delighted to be joined by the fantastic Sam Waterston to talk all about his latest role, Reviving Law and Order. And I know that you had a little bit of hesitation um, about whether you wanted to step back into this character and step back into the series for this revival and continuation from the original series. And, and that part of that was wondering whether you felt like you had something new to add to the character or kind of new experiences were going to come out of it. Um, and obviously, thankfully, you you said yes to it. And so what have been the things that you feel like you've been continuing to discover about your character or new aspects of the experience for you? Well, I don't know what I was smoking when I was thinking of not doing this, because the minute I stepped on the set and saw it rising up from the ashes like Phoenix, uh, the hairs stood up on my arms and uh, it was a really eerie and kind of wonderful feeling to step back in time like that. So I'm to totally happy about my decision and I'm kind of relieved <laughs> that, I, that things fell out that way. But um, as far as the character is concerned, Wolf, Dick Wolf is very fond of saying that action is character and and I, own, I completely agree with that and I would only add to it that interaction between the performers it also defines character because it's the relationships that really reveal who the who the participants are so so Hugh Nancy and Adelia Halevi and I are, are are getting to know each other Hugh Dancy has stepped into this part, and this goes for W too, that without hesitation and without any seeming problem whatsoever, as far as taking over these positions is concerned. So what's left is for us to find each other. And we've been doing that, and we've been having a very good time. They're very nice people. And uh, I'm sure the same thing has been going on on the order side. Mm -hmm. And you know, in the first episode, there's there's a moment where your character is having a conversation with Hugh Dancy's character and, and he's saying to, to Hugh's character, you know, I wanted to bring you in. I wanted to bring someone in who thinks differently, who has a different perspective and point of view, which is great because it shows that, you know, Jack still wants to challenge himself and, and to kind of continue always opening up his perspective and his point of view, you know, but equally he could have come back into the show as a character who was kind of still in the same way of thinking and wasn't doing that. Was it? was it clear the moment that you read the script that that was how you were going to get to play him and, and that you were going to get to explore different facets as he kind of always continues to open up his perspectives? Well, the show dives headfirst into whatever's going on in the world at the time that the shows were made. And it brings all the characters with them. So there really isn't any way that a, a principal character could have resisted all the changes that are going on in the world and and made a, an, any kind of an important contribution to the show. So I, I don't get to decide where my character is gonna go. That's that's Rick Eden and the, and the, and the writer's room. Um, but so far it's been fascinating. And the, and the fact that they don't uh, shrink from any of the big issues that we're that we're at each other's throats about that they're that they're using this format where everybody's point of view gets a voice to take on the stuff 
that has got us fighting. I mean, I think it's really, I think it's really encouraging. I think we might help. Yeah. You know, and you, you were talking before about the experience of walking back onto the set and they've reconstructed the original sets with such specific detail that even, you know, I've heard you say that the books behind you in Jack's office are all the same books that were there before. Um, you know, was, was it a real kind of physical feeling stepping back into a character and your body really just finding him again when you, once you started performing on the show again and we're on, on set that first day? Well, I, I don't know about, yes, I mean, you know, your body and your mind travel together, and and we were both bowled over um, by being in this place that we had left, and they torn it down, and another show is occupying the studio, and all this stuff. We were in a different borough of Manhattan, and yet everything was exactly the same, except that it was kind of still dripping wet. And I actually wanted to to jump back to when you first got hired on the series originally. Um, you know, I was interested when you first started playing Jack on the show, how you kind of developed him as a character for yourself. You know, if there were things that were useful and helpful for you to research at the time to really understand a lot of the day-to-day of his job that you would be playing to within the show and, and just really kind of how you first found him as a character. Well, the first thing that leaps to mind is he's the perfect example of men at work. Just, just people who go to work every day uh, with their focus, not on their personal lives, but on the job that's before them. And I, I think that that's how other people, people that are not involved in the law or the justice system, uh, apart from it's an intrinsic value. Bad guys do terrible things. They get arrested. Then what's fair? What's right? Uh, what's right about process and what's right about results? All of that stuff has its own interest, but it, it's also just, um, you know, people go to work every day on millions of different jobs. And I have a feeling that they recognize um, what happens on Law and Order all the time, which is uh, you come to work and there's work to do. And um, nobody says, how was your day? And nobody says, did you have a nice weekend? And nobody asks, how's the wife? Or how are the kids? It's just straight to work. And I think we all recognize that. And yeah. it's not a terrible thing. I mean, I'm here to tell you, I'd like to work. And, and uh, so this sort of represents me. Yeah. No, I really love that that facet of the show. And, and it's interesting as well, because whenever whenever we have the opportunity to watch your character and, and he's really kind of going through all these cases, you know, there are occasionally moments where something hits that's kind of personal to him or hits a little closer to home. But a lot of the time, like you said, it's, it's about taking himself out of the situation. Um, is it always very clear to you from the scripts, like this is a case that he's a little bit more connected to, he's going to bring a little bit more of himself into the way that he's deliberating and considering it versus moments where it really is just the work at hand for him? I think the short answer to that is what Meryl Streep said, that, which is that we are paid to care. So um, when, when, when a new script arrives, it's all of our job to find a personal connection to it because that's what animates, that's what makes acting interesting and that's what makes it interesting to watch that the people are attached to what they're doing. 
even if it's professionally attached. No, I think that's absolutely true. I mean, I don't think, I don't think being at work implies disconnection. Mm-hmm. And not in, not in the case of this show and, and not in the case of work in general. And I, I think that's part of the thing, part of the thing about this show being about work that appeals to everybody who works. All right, yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. this matters. And when Dick Wolf talks about your character, he always describes him as as the conscience of of the audience and kind of the audience perspective on a lot of things. Um, and was just interested in kind of your viewpoint on seeing him that way, and and if it influences the way that you think about him as a character at all. Well, I would be looking for that, even if it wasn't there, because those are the kinds of characters that interest me the most. Most, not that it's unusual for major characters in any story. Uh, to be presented with moral dilemmas but, uh, and, and, and heavy-duty choices. But that is what makes, that's what makes life interesting. Yeah. And when you're getting the scripts for the show, um, you know, are you getting them with, with much advance? Or are they changing a lot of times for you? Because obviously television, you know, in a show like this, is the, the production schedules can be incredibly fast. So I was interested in how much time you generally have to work with a script and, and how much you're navig- navigating last minute changes sometimes. Well, yes, yeah, so all of television is like that, but this was really like that because we were up and running before we knew what was happening. You know, there were, it was almost like they were putting the costumes on as we were walking down the hall and shoot a scene because the moment from go to shooting was very, very short. Lucky for me, I played the part before, but everybody else, except for Anthony Anderson, um, it was new territory. Fortunately, it was on the air for a long time. So they, they could do research pretty readily. You know, from being on the show for several years before and, and having to work that way and be very fast with, you know, getting a new script, getting new changes, diving into scenes, has that really helped you in a lot of your other projects and a lot of other roles that you've played and really being able to make those fast choices creatively? I hope so. I mean, yes, I think it has. I feel like it has. Yeah. The, the, the danger with television is that things become routine, that you that you um, say to yourself, oh, I know how to do that. Oh, this is one of those. And keeping things specific and alive is, is a big part of the job, especially on a long-running television show. And I mean, part of the reason that it's not that hard is because the stories and the issues that are talked about in a law and order are immediate and, you know, ripped from the headlines, like they say. And so, so it, it has its own inherent interest. You'd have to be um, a, a, a log or a piece of wood not to be interested in these things. Yeah. And with that idea of, of kind of like the routine that you develop, you know, you were talking about, obviously you're building new relationships with new cast members and kind of all finding each other's rhythm. But what was some of that, that rhythm that you all found together on the original series from working so long with a lot of the same castmates and, you know, being able to just come straight into scenes together and know exactly how you were going to put moments together? Well, you're too young to even know what I'm referring to, but the Harlem Globetrotters, have you ever heard of them? They were a basketball team. Yeah. They, yeah. they could play with each other, pass to each other without looking. And of course, 
That's what all great basketball teams do. And that's what um, shows like ours aspire to. Teamwork. Yeah, I think that's really wonderful. Um, You know, and you've talked about how from the 10 years since the show went off the air and coming back to it that, you know, obviously you're not the same person that you were 10 years ago. You're not the same actor that you were 10 years ago. And so I was really interested in, in how you feel that you've continued to evolve and grow as an actor in, in that space within the last 10 years um, for what you're able to, to continue bringing to the table in this role and, and on this project. Well, I can't really say very well, but it, it's certainly true that I've been up to a lot of other things in the meantime, um, played other parts. So, um, and I've gotten older. So I don't know, I I hope I haven't lost a step. I hope I've picked up new skills, new ways of looking at the world. And I hope they show in the work I do for Law and Order. When, when Dick Wolf was first trying to get the show back on the air about five years ago and he called you kind of at that time as well, did you have that same deliberation about whether you wanted to do it or, or was that the moment that you kind of knew, okay, if this comes back, then I'll be in for it? Well, it, it didn't get real enough to, you know, he would tell me that he was working on this. But if you spoke to him at any time in those 10, 12 years, yeah. that's what you would have heard anyway. So I can't, I don't really remember thinking, oh, this one, this time it's for real. Yeah. It's a, it's an extraordinary thing. Dick Wolf's perseverance about this and his perseverance in general. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's very gratifying. It's really nice. I know this was a dream come true for him. And uh, it's fun to be able to help. It's a real pleasure because he did, he did wonderful things for my life and my career, um, in, in, including make it po- making it possible to do all kinds of other work while I was doing Law and Order. So um, I'm very grateful to him. It's nice to be able to say thank you back. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the dream situation, I imagine, you know, having stability with a job that continues and still being able to do different projects at the same time. Yeah. Made a movie, did a play with my son, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and speaking of that stability as well, you have the next season of Grace and Frankie coming out soon. And that's also a show that that you've worked on for several seasons and with the same cast. And it's such a great, you know, forehander. You get to have so many wonderful one-on-one scenes with Martin as well. You know, what's kind of the the familiarity and rhythm, you know, kind of similar to how we were talking about with Law and Order, like the familiarity and rhythm that you've all found as a cast together on the show at, the, at this point. Well, I mean, oh boy, we're going to work. It, it, it's all you felt. That, that show was fun to do from the first day to the last. And, and it's because of Martin and Howard and the creators of the show. And it's, and it's obviously also because of Jane and Lily and, you know, June, Diane, Raphael, and the whole gang, Embry, Aaron Dawn. Baron and everybody. It was just uh, it was just a pleasure to do all the time. And one of your other projects coming out is also Hulu's The Dropout, um, you know, focusing on the, the Theranos story from a few years ago. And I was kind of interested in, in how 
how specific did you want to get in looking at your character, you know, cause you're playing a real person in terms of, of the nuances and the details and the mannerisms that you wanted to encapsulate into your performance versus where you really also just wanted to have, you know, a little bit of freedom because it is a, it is a screen translation, you know, it's not as direct and there have been documentaries. So there is that ability to, to look at a fair amount of footage of him as well. Yes. I, and, uh, yes, I mean, he has a long video record yeah. and, and a long written record um, uh, and distinguished record. Um, and I, I was fascinated, you know, it gives you an excuse to do research. I, I'm not sure whether anybody, certainly not in my case, nobody should think that uh, I'm giving you a carbon copy of the real George Schultz. Uh, this is my, my old friend used to say that acting is an act of the imagination and no matter how much, uh, how much research you've done, uh, you know, that's still the bottom line. It was a fascinating thing to work on, fascinating subject, fascinating subject for our time, how easily bamboozled we are, um, how humble we ought to be in the face of how easily bamboozled we are, how, how um, skeptical we should be about, uh, about promises that are too good to be true and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. But it's also an unbelievably interesting story told by the principal voice, Amanda Seyfried, who is just knockout in this. Just not, well, she's not Yeah, absolutely. And kind of, you know, going back to, to Law and Order with the amount of time that you've spent working on that show and, and building your relationship with your character, it's, it's such a unique opportunity. And, and then, you know, as you said earlier, there's still always new aspects and, and particularly with working with new people, having new crew working on the show for the first time. Um, what, what are the things that you feel that you're, you're still learning from the experience of working on the show or that are still challenging you in new ways? The format is very much as it has always been. Um, so I guess the most impressive thing, and it's maybe not new learning, but it, it is impressive how uh, a format that was arrived at almost by accident could be so durable and have such capacity to include so many stories, so much conflict. Um, it really was, it was a stroke of genius and a great piece of good luck, the format in the first place. You know, somebody gets killed, they catch the bad guy. What should we do about it? What is fair? What is justice? It's, it's a good story, almost, almost if you just say it that simply. Yeah. Absolutely. It has been such a delight seeing you return to this character. Um, you know, from what I've seen of the season so far, I think audiences are really going to love stepping back into that world. And it's so great that it's back on the air. Thank you so much for, for taking time to talk all about this. It's been such a pleasure, Sam. A real pleasure for me too. Thanks.